frugal and healthy diet isn't only possible, it is a game changer. Use all of my simple quick tips today to help you live your best healthy and frugal life. Hello, my friends. This is Christine. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. I am mostly over on YouTube. So if you're coming from over there, welcome. I hope that you would consider subscribing to this podcast, leaving a review if you enjoy it because we're a pretty new podcast. It matters a lot. It helps us a ton to be able to have those reviews and have people subscribe. That way other people can find me. Today, we're going to talk all about how you can have healthy and delicious meals while still not killing your grocery budget. This is one of my favorite topics of all time. If you have ever been stressed about eating healthy while not breaking the bank, this episode is for you. So let's get right into it. With the food prices these days, my friends, it's a disaster. You know what just happened? I was just at the store. I looked at the store brand eggs. This is not the organic. This is not the fancy ones. This is regular store brand 18 count eggs for $6.50. $6.50 for 18 eggs. I was speaking with a good friend of mine and she told me that she wishes she didn't know what the prices used to be because it makes her cry even more about how cheap everything used to be and how it isn't now. Eggs used to be one of the cheapest proteins, snacks, breakfasts, and I don't even know that I could say that anymore. But whatever the prices at the stores happen to be, there are still better options, healthier options at a lower price. Tip number one, healthy meals can be frugal and stress-free if you plan your meals. This one tip, this tip right here can save 30% off of your grocery budget. The biggest issues that you have are going to the store, wandering around with no plan. You know, you put in, oh, these carrots look great. You know, let's get some ground beef, yum, chips. My husband wants Gatorade. So you throw all these, oh, look, ice cream's on sale. So you throw everything into the cart. You've spent $500. You come home, put everything away, and you still don't know what in the world you're having for dinner. Planning your meals definitely helps with that. Absolutely. So here's an interesting study. I'll leave all my sources in the show notes for you if you want to go check them out. This is a cross-sectional study by, I don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) They found meal planning to be associated with a healthier diet and less obesity. So in a 40,000 person study, 40,000 people, 57% of those people meal planned occasionally, at least occasionally. And the ones who meal planned had a higher adherence to nutritional guides, better overall food variety, and lower odds of being either overweight or obese. So how in the world do you plan your meals? Well, if you're interested, my friend Jen Chapin just released a meal planning pro course. So I will leave that information down in the notes if you want to go take an entire course on how to meal plan well. But The basics are you pick a recipe, you write down the ingredients and you go buy them. It's as simple as that. It literally takes less than 10 minutes to say, Hey, I love sloppy Joe's write down the ingredients for that. Or maybe it's tacos. Maybe it's breakfast for dinner, whatever it is. I like to do what's called reverse meal planning, which is to look at what I already have and plan my meals based on that. And then just fill in the gaps. And of course you can always go the simple route. The healthiest, most simple route is pick a protein that you like and pick a vegetable that you like. Boom, you have dinner. 
If you love chicken, do chicken. If you love sweet potatoes, have chicken and sweet potatoes. And you can put whatever seasonings on them. You can do you can do chicken sweet potato tacos. You can do chicken and sweet potato barbecue style, you know, grilled. You can do a mash. You can make a bowl out of it. There's a bunch of different variations just on those two ingredients. That's my favorite thing to tell people when they don't know what to have for dinner. Pick a protein, pick a veg, you have a meal. Also on the shopping, focus on nutrient-dense foods, right? So this is going to be the least processed items. So let's talk about the difference between those. Now, I am not against a cookie or an ice cream or a pie. Definitely not. However, you will get way more calories. It will cost way more than its less processed counterparts. Now, I'm not saying completely unprocessed, 100% clean. I don't even know what that means anyway. The food labels these days are highly, uh, <laughs> highly marketed, let's say. So let's just go with, you know, a Twinkie. What is even in a Twinkie? Do you know what's in a Twinkie? I don't, but I know that a potato is better for me than a Twinkie, right? So that's an easy swap. Skittles. What's in a Skittle? I don't know, but I bet you a bag of grapes and a pineapple and some strawberries are going to be way more delicious way more nutrient dense as in vitamins and things like that than some Skittles. So we're making some swaps into less processed foods and avoiding the highly, highly, highly processed foods. So the American Heart Association describes the concept of nutrient dense foods. This is what they say. You're looking at the labels, trying to decide between two packages of bread. Okay. One has 80 calories a slice, but not very many vitamins. Maybe it's more processed. You know, it's, it's white bread. The whole grain version or whole wheat version is the one I would prefer, has the same number of calories. It's got more protein, more magnesium, more than double the fiber, more potassium, vitamin B6, zinc. The whole grain or whole wheat option is the more nutrient dense choice of the two. So you can pick a more nutrient dense product. And then another issue that we have, at least here in America, is food waste. Food waste accounts for 40% of your grocery budget. I mean, how many times are you buying that bag of spinach with the good intentions only to throw it away two weeks later because it's green slime? You know what I'm saying? We've all done it. So use what you have before buying more. Do a food inventory, make it a priority before you go shopping, especially for the perishable items. So I like to hit the fridge first, you know, oh, I have cottage cheese. Oh, I have milk. I actually don't need to buy these this time. So I'll skip that when I go shopping. Okay, here are four tips to shop on a budget or stay within a budget. Some of these I'm sure you've heard before, but I still think they're worth going over because I feel like we can all get a little lazy in our grocery shopping. Number one, eat before you go and go alone. <laughs> Nothing kills the budget more than when I bring my husband or any of my kids that are like, oh, we need string cheese. Oh, we need XYZ. Oh, look at this ice cream. Look at these chips. Look at these things. You always end up spending more when you go with someone else. And if you go hungry, you can just throw your budget right out the window. We do not make good food choices when we're hungry. My spouse and daughter are particularly grouchy when they're hungry. They get hangry. I don't get hangry so much, but I definitely make bad choices. <laughs> I throw like 10 jars of Nutella in the cart instead of buying items to make a salad because when I'm just going to eat my arm off, I don't make good decisions. Number two, shop more whole foods and in bulk where it saves money. 
So you know, as well as I do, that sticking with the perimeter of the store is going to be your best bet as far as healthier foods. You hit the produce section, you hit the dairy section, the meat counter, and you're pretty much done. And then you can leave. This is really helpful when you're trying to reduce the amount of processed food or highly processed food that you are purchasing and consuming. There's a preventative cardiologist dietitian named Kate Patton. She says each stroke of the knife in processing costs more at checkout. So if you buy the whole product and you take the knife to it yourself, you're going to cut your costs big time. And this can even be the pre-cut fruit bowl, the pre-chopped broccoli in a bag. If you buy the bigger broccoli and you cut it yourself, it's cheaper. You buy cauliflower and run it through your food processor yourself to make your own cauliflower rice. It's way cheaper than buying the frozen cauliflower rice or the bag of fresh cauliflower rice. You'll save a ton of money by buying the whole product and cutting it up yourself. Now, obviously, if you are focused more on time and less on the money, go ahead and buy those convenience products. They're there for a reason. But if you really want to get the most bang for your buck from a money standpoint, you're going to have to have a good knife and chop some more things yourself. Here's another example. A bag of Lay's potato chips at my store. I just looked this up. 13 ounce bag. Okay, less than a pound of potato chips. It's highly processed. It's very delicious. I know they used to be potatoes, but they're pretty far away from a potato at this point. Is $4.78. Okay less than a pound of potato chips, $4.78 versus a bag where I live, a five pound bag of potatoes, five pounds. This is more than five times the amount of food for $4. And that's a high price for me. These can go on sale for $1.99. Yes, even now. Granted, I do live in Idaho and this is where we grow potatoes. So potatoes are, do tend to be pretty cheap here, but let's just say the price is the same. Okay. You get five times the amount of food that has more nutrients, no fat, potatoes have no fat in them naturally, you would be hard pressed to eat enough actual potatoes to equal the calorie intake of a bag of Lay's potato chips. Potato chips are easy to shove in your face. Do you know how many potatoes it takes to hit that same amount of calories? More than you'd think. Potatoes in and of themselves are not the problem. It's the butter and the sour cream and the bacon bits and the cheese sauce that you're adding to the potato, that's the problem. The potato itself is pretty dang healthy food. Okay, number three, keep a running grocery list at your home. So I have one magnetized, it's got a magnet on it. It's on the fridge and it's a running grocery list. So when my kids see that we're out of something or if they want something, or even if they're out of contact solution or deodorant or hair gel, they'll write it on the running list. So when I do go to the store, I don't forget things. This helps you to avoid impulse buying. It avoids multiple trips to the store. Every time you go to the store, you're going to spend more money. So just stop going so often. And something else I like to do is to keep a running like Walmart pickup list. Like my Walmart order is just constantly being built. And then when it's big enough, I'll go and submit the order and go pick it up. And I don't know about you, but my Walmart is unbearable right now. It is busy all the time at all hours of the day. I much prefer the grocery pickup. I think it's one of the best things that's ever been invented. It helps you to stick to your list. It saves so much time. It saves me probably an hour and a half by doing the pickup versus actually shopping in store every time I do it. An hour and a half. The time savings is astronomical. 
Tip four does mean that you're going to have to go into some of the aisles, the frozen aisle and canned aisle. Buy frozen or canned fruit and vegetables. If you find that your quote healthy foods are being thrown in the garbage more and more, it is perfectly okay to go with frozen vegetables, frozen fruit, canned fruit, canned vegetables, whatever works for your household. Frozen in particular is picked at peak ripeness and frozen immediately. So frozen vegetables and fruit are going to be higher in vitamins and nutrients probably than their canned counterparts and the ones that have been sitting on a truck for weeks and months. And again, what's great about frozen or canned is they don't go bad. They just sit there until you're ready for them. So, you know, if you buy broccoli and you forget to get to it and it gets all brown and kind of slimy and you have to throw it away and then you feel bad that you had to throw it away, buying frozen broccoli so it's good for you when you're ready can be a much better solution so you don't waste as much food. The average American family of four wastes about $1,500 worth of food every single year. That's more than $100 a month. And tossing fresh fruits and vegetables accounts for a huge portion of that. So buying frozen and canned can really save your budget and prevent you from participating in so much food waste. So these are my quick tips today on how you can have healthy and tasty meals while being frugal, while staying on a budget. So listen, a frugal and healthy diet isn't only possible, it is a game changer. Use all of my simple quick tips today to help you live your best healthy and frugal life. Thanks for hanging out with me and I will talk to you next week.